Welcome to the 1646 blog. This is where we read our blogs for all you busy folk. Before I read this week's blog, I just wanted to uh, give a thank you to everybody who has made the 1646 part of their reading and listening. It really is a pleasure and a delight to be able to uh, put content out there for people to read and be edified and encouraged by. Uh, so thank you to all of you who have made the 1646 part of your uh, routine and have uh, listened to the podcast and read the blogs and have shared uh, our material and have gone to the social media and liked and all those all those different things. And thank you so much to y- you guys out there who are giving monetarily to the 1646. Uh, by doing that, you really ensure the longevity and strength of this outreach, and you really help us to uh, maintain uh, everything that we do here. And so I just want to thank, uh, say thank you so much, and uh, we continue to pray that the Lord would use this outreach in a mighty way to help people come to the Reformed faith and uh, to understand how best to glorify the Lord. So without further ado, here is this week's blog. An Argument for Inclusion That's a pithy title, no? So naturally, the question would be, would be, what kind of inclusion am I speaking of? Well, I'm of course speaking of the inclusion of the Psalms in worship. What other kind is there? And my gladness that this takes place in some churches. And just so we're all on the same page, this will be a two-part series in which I will write about exclusive psalmody in the second article. Singing in Worship Have you ever wondered why we sing in worship? Without understanding why we do particular things during the course of worship, it can be a little interesting to consider the portions that transpire and why we do them. I mean, is it just a coincidence that the vast majority of churches all participate in the same activities on the Lord's Day? Now, I know that not all churches do exactly the same things, but for the most part, on any given Sunday, we would witness singing praises to God, prayer, and reading the God's word, reading God's word, preaching, and perhaps baptism and or the Lord's Supper. And, depending on the church you attend, you may or may not see the pastor use a super soaker as a sermon illustration. Why is this? The Westminster Confession of Faith, chapter 21, paragraphs 3 and 5, help us here. Paragraph 3. Prayer, with thanksgiving, being one special part of religious worship, is by God required of all men, and that it may be accepted. It is to be made in the, sa- in the name of the Son, by the help of the Spirit, according to His will, with understanding, reverence, humility, fervency, faith, love, and perseverance, and, if vocal, in a known language. Paragraph 5. The reading of the scriptures with godly fear, the sound preaching, and conscionable hearing of the word, in obedience unto God, with understanding, faith, and reverence, singing of psalms with grace in the heart, as also the due administration and worthy receiving of the sacraments instituted by Christ, are all parts of the ordinary religious worship of God. Beside religious oaths, vows, solemn fastings, and thanksgivings upon special occasions, which are, in their several times and seasons, to be used in a holy and religious manner. 
This area of the Westminster Confession of Faith helps us see and understand what are commonly called the elements of worship. These are those parts of worship that the Bible calls us to observe on the Lord's Day when the people of God gather together. This is crucial to know because it is the opinion of many in the evangelical world that we are at liberty to worship God in ways that God has not explicitly told us. It is the opinion of many that we are at liberty to do something other than what we find in the Scripture. This view is called the normative principle of worship and is the dominant view throughout the Christian landscape in America. Contrary to this view is what I am advocating, which is called the regulative principle of worship. This simply means that the worship of the triune God is regulated by himself via his own word. But to my point, this is why we sing in worship. Including the Psalms I have no doubt that many reading this do not sing the Psalms in their worship. This does not surprise me. However, with a brief look at the scriptures and an, inv- an evaluation as to why we sing in worship at all, it will become clear that every church that does not at least include the Psalms in, is in violation of God's directive for worship. I won't be explaining every portion of these scriptures, but the point that I want to make clear is the content of what we are to sing. Colossians 3.16 Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Ephesians 5.19 Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. James 5.13 Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Note Praise, at the end of James 5.13, is the Greek word salo, which in the New Testament means the Psalms, and is translated Psalms in other versions. These various scriptures are where we come to the understanding that singing is a necessary element of worship. But further, these passages indicate that the Psalms are to be at least part of the content of worship. So here it is. We sing in worship because the Bible tells us to sing. However, the scriptures don't just tell us that we must sing, but they tell us what to sing. And it is on this point that the inclusion of psalms is an unavoidable reality. It is my hope that many churches will one day at least include the psalms in their worship, and in so doing, be more faithful to the Lord their God and how he desires to be worshipped. Thanks for listening to the 1646 blog. If you enjoyed this content, please consider leaving us a review so that others can find this more easily. The 1646 is listener and reader supported, so please prayerfully consider supporting us by grabbing yourself some 1646 gear or by going to our Patreon page and supporting us that way. You can find out more information by going to the1646.com. Thank you.